Welcome to Teacher Talk. I'm your host, Nita. The purpose of this podcast is to have those tough talks with parents of individuals with special needs. I've been in the field for 30 years, and we educators need your help. Our sponsor today is Untouched Products, all handmade skin and hair products which I use and recommend. recommend. If you would like to experience an organic skin and hair care product, go to Essie, type in untouched products, no space, and enjoy. And enjoy. My listener audience, I don't think you all are grandparents. I hope not. But you have parents that are grandparents. And it was the topic was how to grandparent a child with special needs. I said, awesome, awesome, because grandparents play a very important part in a child's life, period. You remember, you remember Nana? Are you already still have your Nana now? I was talking about my Nana. I don't have her, but I remember those days. And so this particular family that's in here, the article is talking about that their grandson was diagnosed with autism at three. And the family was worried, oh, he won't make friends, he won't have this, oh my goodness, what's going to happen to our baby? And instead, he got going, and he's on fire. He's uh, part of the school bowling team. He's founded the school's computer club. Uh, He co-hosts a podcast about autism. No, he's crossing into my zone. I might have to get him on the show. Now he's 20. So that time has really passed. Three, they're talking about to 20. He's into cars, the stock market. He even attends college. Now I know you're saying, oh, he's on the high end, or he is. It doesn't matter where he's at. He's got the support, and that's what we need. And most places and anything that I read, ask parents to join a support group. And I probably need to get a whole session on that because a support group is a group of people that support you at your time of need. And most um, disabilities or handicapping conditions have some type of support group out there, which I would highly recommend, which helps the parents interact with other parents and their uh, son or daughter to interact with their peers, same level, close to the same level, and I know I got off topic. Okay, back to the grandparents. So the grandparents did a lot. They helped... uh, they had 11 grandchildren, and they helped him with the cost of his private school. And here's another service, advocate. Advocate for services and connect with him through activities, twice monthly, lunches. Get an advocate. If something's going on that you're totally not clear, find an advocate that you can talk to to help you walk through those lumpy, bumpy places as far as school and your rights. And so the parents, it was so nice. They said, I thank God every day for him. He's a blessing to our family. You know, and that's what grandparents are going to say. Hey, we're here to support him. Okay? He may have these special needs, but 
we're his support. And being grandparents of a child with special needs can bring on, these guys said, incredible joy. But it's also complicated, okay? As well as advocates and other experts, uh, it noted that about 17% of the children are diagnosed with some kind of disability, some kind. So it doesn't mean you have to feed all the way into it and that disability makes who they are. Just like our last one, or if you listen to my uh, podcast on the ADH deal, then it was, that's not who the person is. That's a condition or diagnosis they have, but that doesn't make that's who they are. And there is a book out here on grandparenting children with disabilities. And I would recommend it. I have not read it yet, so I can't really comment directly on it, except what AARP is doing, the interview or the synopsis from the book. Uh, grandparents are important. In fact, they are sometimes the first to spot that a child's development is off the established norm. Sometimes if you're so close to the situation, you really can't see it. And by me being a special ed teacher in the realm of developmental, um, severely developmental delayed individuals, you can sometimes spot certain things and wonder, huh, I wonder if something going on there. And people sometimes are acceptable to listen to that, but I can imagine if you're the grandparent, then you're taking that close note on, hmm. And this particular author, Ms. Meyer, says she interviewed dozens of grandparents for her book. Okay, so she said sometimes the grandparents are actually out in front, but they learn what it is. But then they learn what it is, then they learn what it means, and then they hit the ground running. That's what the grandparents do, but that's what we got to do as parents. You got to get that diagnosis, understand as much as you can about it, understand exactly what that means then hit the ground running. It's important to hit that ground running. It says also grandparents play an important role. They play a really important role. Sometimes you, their grandchild really bonds with them. And you know how you bond with your nana or your grand, your children bond with their grandma. They can't wait for her to come over at that special time, special time of the day. They bring something special, a treat. They've got a soft voice. Papa comes with them. He's always kidding around. Just things that put a smile on your face that changes the whole rhythm of the day and the time and the moment. It is good to see Grandpa, our Mama. And these, this article was really good. They talked about a family that has an individual that is... Um, that says the father and the stepmother provided uh, invaluable help since their son developed a type of epilepsy at four that does not respond to medication. Okay, that, that is a big challenge, okay? Epileptic, which we need to look up, which I may say it not clearly, but 
he's having some major seizures going on. And this has been going on since four. Not really saying how old he is right now, but I know that takes a lot of work and it tires an individual out. Uh, they said that he loved the routine of having his grandparents pick him up from the school bus or take a ride by the airport. Just those little things that grandparents can do that they look forward to. We all look forward to something. And the grandparents is that little piece of the puzzle that adds, adds to an uh, individual's life, period. Period. I don't care uh, regular, quote unquote, or uh, has a disability. Grandparents play an important part. And I was really glad to see that the ARP addressed this when I went out and during my search of finding supports for individuals with special needs. Grandparent a child with special needs is a journey into unknown territory. And that's another word I will constantly use in my podcast is that that individual and all of our guys, it's a journey. It's a journey and no one knows. It's an unknown. It's just an unknown. And if someone can come into your world and give you some clarity or give you some supports, then that's, that's exactly what you need and that's what grandparents can manage to do. Uh, grandparents, uh, sometimes they can feel the grief and the anger when a child is first diagnosed. Then, as with grandchild, they have to adjust their dream to meet the child's own story. Yeah, you know, you couldn't wait to be a grandparent. Oh, I couldn't wait. And he's what? Oh, okay. So the grieving process, is that something that I've talked about in pod, my pod three? that parents or any individual can go through, okay? And I'm glad that they addressed it again here, saying that the grandparents can do the same, go through the same factors, but after a point, they've got to do what? Adjust their dreams to meet a child's own story. As parents, you have to do the same thing. Yes, you will go through that grieving process, but at a point, you will need to adjust those dreams so that you can have a child that grows up to an adult, a very successful adult in their own way. Parents, um, I continue talking about grandparents uh, pulled together to raise the child, maybe who struggle with communications or can't be left alone. Grandparents are a good factor there. They also can help financially cook dinner for the grandchild. All kinds of things. Grandparents are the best. If you are facing a challenge of grandparenting a child with special needs, be sure there are ways to get advice and support. That's directly from the article, and it's talking about advice for grandparents from grandparents. Oh my goodness, I love it, I love it. Learn about your grandchild's diagnose. These are grandparents talking to grandparents. Learn about it. Okay, you can say, Mom, he's got autism, and Mom says, okay, but 
Mom, you can show Mom this article, or she can listen to this one and say, hmm, she can get on that computer and Google that, look it up, see what's going on. It said, for example, many of grandparents she spoke with for her book helped her help by driving a child to therapy sessions or accompanying a parent on a medical visit. I myself am a provider in that scenario. I'm not a grandparent to the individual, but I've worked with her long enough that if it comes time for a, a, a doctor's appointment and it's a little challenging for the mom to do by herself, then she'll say, hey, you think you could go with me? Yeah, I can. I can go with you. They just need that added support. So grandparents to grandparents, learn about your grandchild's diagnosis. The next thing is use education as a defense. And people were kind when they were out in public with their child with disability, although things were sometimes awkward, but they were still very calm and willing to work with the child or work through the scenario, okay? Very rarely does somebody say anything negative, but they did at times, they said. And so this individual, in doing her book, she interviewed quite a few grandparents, I'm sure, to get some ideas of, of actually what they go through as far as that uh, education defense and being aware of what can happen and might happen in public, how you can handle that. They felt good. They felt proud of how good they've gotten at the end of that out in public, okay? They were out in public with their grandchild. They weren't trying to shun them. And who is that or what's that? This is my grandson, you know. This is my grandson, and his name is, and you know, I use Michael a lot. Don't ask me why. So we're continuing on through, and so use education and defense because you're aware of what they have. You can explain it to other people. You can say, yes, that's one of the things that he does as far as they have a screaming moment or one of their repetitive conversations. Know your grandchild's rights and advocate for them. Yes, advocate for your grandchild. Excuse me, they can come into this place. Excuse me, he's in a wheelchair, he can still come in because you better have a ramp, which most people do. But uh, there is not a public, if it's open to the public, your child can come in, period. Okay? And... They in here are mentioning a location of a place, which I will have to find out if that's a national, local, that grandparents can use um, to get some additional aid. Understand your own limits. Grandparents, don't overdo yourself. You're still called grandparents. So no need to do the marathon. I said I'll pick them up on Wednesdays. You pick them up on Wednesdays. All of a sudden, it turns into maybe you could pick them up Wednesday, Thursday, and say, no. Don't overdo yourself, grandparents. Those are still parents out there, and you know you raised your kids, and you all did all kind of things. Okay, maybe they were not, had, did not have a disability, 
but you still worked hard. So you need to watch yourself, pace yourself when working with your child. And if you're working with a child that has seizures, you really need to be aware of that. Uh, as far as how long they last, what you should do, what is the protocol the house has, the doctor has, the hospital, have those things all in place so that in case he is spending the night or you're over there and that happens, just things you want in place so it doesn't just throw you for, oh, let me call the mom. Yes, you can still call the parents, but in, in, uh, while you're waiting for them to arrive or call you back or whatever, you've already followed their protocol. Find support for yourself. Hey, 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 grandparents. You can also, AARP says, you can connect with other grandparents or children with disabilities, okay? Getting online, getting in a support group, all those things are good so you guys can talk it out. Discover the joy. Oh, discover the joy. Yep. I know we all can't wait for the pandemic restrictions to go away because our disability child really deals with a lot. You know, can't wear the mask, some can, some can't. Some pick up everything, some put their hands in their mouths. You know, so it's been really a shutdown, shutdown, no win for our guys, some of them. But in some instances, you've been able to manage to do things with them that they were able to have a little joy in their life during this time. So discover the joy. And I just wanted to let you guys know that AARP, AARP did use Madonna Harrington Myers, a university professor in sociology at Syracuse University, and she co-authored with Eunice, I'm sorry, Miss Eunice, her last name is Abdul Malik. Malik. And if I'm saying that wrong, I will give you the spelling, A-B-D-U-L-M-A-L-A-K, uh, of the book, Grandparenting Children with Disabilities. It may be something you like to pick up, or you like to go back and look through AARP and find this article on parenting uh, parents. Look for the article, How to Grandparent a Child with Special Needs. I hope you have enjoyed this. I look forward to getting any feedback from you, comments. Let me know how things are going or what I can look for to further help you or tell me what I can do to help my podcast do even better. Thank you.